Do you feel stuck? Has your podcast stopped gaining new listeners? Do you wish your community was more engaging? I know that a lack of engagement can make you feel like nobody cares about your podcast or nobody wants to hear what you have to say, but in most cases, that's simply not true. It's more likely that your loyal listeners just haven't found you yet. Your artwork, your titles, your descriptions haven't done enough to catch their eye. Now, I'm not here to sell you on an easy button. There will be some work involved, but the first step is to get another experienced set of eyes on your project. It can be difficult to objectively examine and evaluate your own work. So head over to thepodcastersguild.com and book a podcast audit. From there, we can work together to make sure your loyal listeners are able to find your show and understand why this is the show they've been looking for. Join me at thepodcastersguild.com and we'll get started today. Apple has their rules. We've already talked with my designer, Carl, about his rules. Now it's time to take a look at Matt's rules for podcast cover art. Podcast Better is for you, the podcaster, or soon-to-be podcaster, who has a business, a cause, or a hobby that you're passionate about. Each week, we'll take a closer look at the mental, physical, and technical skills necessary to produce a quality show that your fans will want to listen to. Thanks for sharing part of your day with me so that we can podcast better together. Welcome, 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 fellow podcaster, to another episode of Podcast Better. Today, once again, we are talking about cover art or the podcast artwork, you know, the big image everybody sees before they even get to your podcast, before they get to listen to your podcast. One of the most common things I see new podcasters and Facebook groups look for is feedback on their cover art. And this is a great thing. I highly recommend showing off your art prior to launching your podcast. And I highly recommend it before finalizing your artwork so you can get feedback. You want to get feedback from friends and family. You want to get feedback from potential listeners. If your artwork is doing its job, you might even be able to drum up some interest in your upcoming show before you even launch. But over time, I find myself making the same suggestions over and over. There's a lot of missteps that new podcasters make. They don't always think about the purpose of the artwork and where potential listeners are going to be viewing the artwork. They just want it to look pretty. And that's all they're looking for. And if they think it looks pretty, they think it's good, and they're going to move on. Or they don't think artwork's important, they don't think anybody's going to pay attention to it, and they move on. But I've talked about this in recent episodes a lot. Artwork is one of the first things that your potential listeners are going to see. A lot of times it is the first thing they see. When you do a search in the podcast app for new podcasts to listen to, the biggest, boldest thing on the screen is all the artwork. And then under the image of the artwork, it'll have the name of the podcast. So that's important too. And But you have to click through to get any other information about episodes and descriptions of the show and all those other things. So the artwork is going to be the main thing that attracts people to your podcast. Plus, if you're using your artwork on social media and stuff like that, you want that to be attractive and eye-catching and and draw people in as well. So it's not something you just want to write off. Now, like I said, Apple has their rules that you need to follow in order to submit the artwork to their directory in the first place. 
And that covers things like it's got to be between 1400 pixels square and 3000 pixels square, which I always recommend using the maximum 3000 by 3000. Use that. But then they have other requirements like it should be 72 DPI in the RGB color space. It needs to be a JPEG or a ping format. If you don't understand those things, don't worry too much about it. If you're doing the art yourself and you're having trouble with it, reach out to me. I'll help you through it. It's not a problem. But if you hire someone to do it, if they've done any kind of podcast artwork before, this should be second nature to them. They should know about these requirements. They should be doing these things automatically. If they haven't done podcast artwork before, just send them over that list. You can find, I'll leave a link to it in the show notes down below of Apple's requirements. Like I said, Apple's requirements tend to be the strictest of all the directories. So if you follow their requirements, you should be fine everywhere else. But just in general, go for a 3000 by 3000 pixel image, 72 DPI in the RGB color space. Make it either a JPEG or a PNG image. Do all that. You should be good to go. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. We're not here to just rehash Apple's rules. Like I mentioned, back in episode five, we talked with my designer, Carl, and we talked about his rules and guidelines and what he suggests and how to make art effective. But I found, as I said, when I'm helping other people clean up their artwork, make it more attractive, make it more eye-catching, there are a few things I always end up telling them. There are a few things, a few tests that I put the artwork through and see if they pass. So the first thing I always look for, new podcasters love to put their face on their podcast art. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm not saying it's wrong, but put it through this test. Is your face going to attract new listeners? And I'm not asking, are you physically attractive or anything like that? I'm not, not talking about, are you hot or not? I'm asking, do people in your niche know your face? Basically, are you a celebrity of sorts within your niche? I'm not saying you need to be Michael Jordan or Oprah or Barack Obama or anything like that. If you're any of those people and you're starting a podcast, yeah, I'd put my face on the cover art too. But even within your niche, do people know your face? And this usually comes down to things like, well, do you have an Instagram account where you are pictured frequently and people know you from that? Do you have a following on Instagram? Or do you have a YouTube channel where you appear frequently in the YouTube videos that people would recognize your face? If that's the case then yes, it it probably is a good idea to put your face on the cover art because this is a face that people have seen before and a face that people associate with whatever topic you're talking about and that will attract them then to your podcast and your cover art and it'll draw them in and make them hopefully loyal listeners. But so many people, they don't know what to put on their cover art that they just default to, oh, well, I'm the one doing the talking, I'm the host, so I should put my face on there. And I don't think that's always the best idea. Because if people don't recognize your face and they don't associate your face with a particular topic, it's not doing you any good. It's just another random person. So I'd rather use that space to help tell people what my podcast is about. So that's my number one rule. No faces on the podcast art unless your audience knows you. Number two, and this is a big one, Make sure your text is legible. And I don't just mean, can you read it? I mean, everyone can read it. 
and everyone can read it at a small size because that's the other thing you have to remember. While we are creating a nice big 3000 by 3000 pixel image, almost no one is going to see that full size image. Most people are going to see an image that's about 50 by 50 pixels or maybe 100 by 100 pixels or somewhere in between there. That's the size of image that ends up on all the podcasting apps. When they're scrolling through and looking for new podcasts, that's the size they're looking at. And so if you just have a tiny little bit of text in the middle of your image, and yeah, you can read it at 3000 by 3000, but you shrink it down to 100 by 100, and now it's just like two pixels in the middle of the screen, that's not good. No one can read that. So size is one thing when I'm talking about legible text, but the other thing I'm talking about, which I'm amazed how many people try to do this, they use cursive text, a scripted text, and that is super hard to read in a podcast image. And I understand it's it's hard to think about from your potential listener's point of view because you as the host wrote the text on the image, and so you know what it says, and so you can see what it says. But scripted texts and cursive fonts are hard to read, especially at small sizes. So I just tell people, stay away from them completely. I I want people to be able to read the words that are on my podcast image. Otherwise, why am I putting them there? So you want to make sure your text is legible. It's got to be big enough that you can read it as a small size and avoid cursive at all costs. There may be a handful of exceptions where this works, but if you're asking me for feedback, I'm going to tell you, don't use it. All right, on to Matt's third rule of podcast cover art. You don't need to use the word podcast. I would argue that you shouldn't even have the word podcast in the title of your show, and therefore it shouldn't appear on your podcast cover art. When people are viewing this image, once again, 99% of the time it's going to be in a podcast app. They're going to be searching for podcasts specifically. And therefore, they will know, they will understand that this is a podcast. You don't need to tell them that it's a podcast. They already know that. They already expect that. So you're just wasting what little space you have to explain to everybody what your show is about and why they should click on this image by using the word podcast when they already know it's a podcast. So do not use the word podcast. Even if it is part of the name of your show, which, like I said, I would not recommend But even if it is, I would leave it off of the the cover art. The the only exception would be a show like mine, where I'm actually talking about podcasts. And so podcast better. I'm not just going to call a show better. I don't know what's better. What am I talking about? That didn't make sense. So podcast better. Yes, I need to put podcast on the cover art. But if, once again, I'm making a podcast about the Green Bay Packers, I'm not going to call it the Green Bay Packers podcast. I'm not going to put the word podcast on the cover. I would just put Green Bay Packers. So with all that being said, I've told you all these things you shouldn't be doing, right? No faces on your podcast art unless your audience knows you. No cursive texts, no podcast. So what do you put on podcast cover art? Well, this is what I suggest. I refer to them as the tools of the trade. And this is going to vary for everybody, but it's going to be the most important thing that explains to people what your podcast is about and what is going to attract them to your cover art. So think about your topic. What are some items or symbols that are commonly associated with your topic? If you're talking about Christianity, you may have a cross 
or a crown of thorns. These are things associated with Christianity. If you are talking about Dungeons and Dragons, you might have a picture of a dragon or a set of polyhedral dice. If you're talking about the Green Bay Packers, you might be able to use their logo or a football helmet or a football itself. The tools of the trade. For Podcast Better, I have a microphone and a pair of headphones. These are the tools of the trade. These are the things that are associated with my topic. And now if you're saying, well, what if people don't recognize the tools of the trade? What if they don't understand what these images mean? Well, that goes back to what I've told you time and time again. Your podcast is not for everybody. This is another way you're going to separate the wheat from the chaff. You're going to attract the people that you want to attract, and everybody else is going to pass you by. With the Dungeons & Dragons example, I mentioned a set of polyhedral dice. Many of you may not know what that is, but there's a special set of seven dice that are necessary to play Dungeons & Dragons. And if you are a Dungeons & Dragons player, you are undoubtedly going to recognize those dice and those shapes. But if you are not interested in Dungeons & Dragons, you're not going to recognize those things most likely, and you're just going to keep on going, keep on looking for something else to listen to. And that's my point. You want to attract the people that are interested in your topic. So there you have it. Those are my four rules of podcast cover art. Rule number one, no faces unless your audience knows you. Number two, make sure the text is legible, both size-wise, so you can read it at a small size, and no cursive. Make sure you can read everything at a small size. Sometimes cursive you can't read at a large size, and I, I, I will just never, never understand why people are so drawn to using cursive fonts. Rule number three, do not use the word podcast. Everybody knows it's a podcast. You don't have to tell them. And rule number four, use imagery that depicts your topic or niche. Use the tools of the trade. Put those on your podcast cover art. I do have a few other suggestions or guidelines, but they're not as set in stone. They're not as hard and fast. They're a little more flexible, and it really depends on the rest of your art and how it comes together as a whole. A lot of that revolves around color choices and what works with each other and what doesn't. But if you followed the four rules that I laid out for you here, you'll be off to a very good start. If you want some feedback and you don't feel like sharing it with a large group of people, share it with me. My social media links are down in the show notes. You know how to find me. Send me your cover art. Let me know, hey, I I would like some feedback on this. I would be happy to give you feedback on your cover art. But that's it for today. Matt's rules for podcast cover art. Four simple rules. No faces, no cursive, no podcast, and use the tools of the trade. That's all I got for you now. So go create some fantastic cover art, and I can't wait to see what you come up with. If you're starting a podcast soon, you're going to need a podcast hosting company. For that, there's only one company I recommend, Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout has a clean, user-friendly interface. Their system is set up to walk you through every step of the process you need to set up your podcast. But if you ever get stuck, I'm more than happy to help you out. Buzzsprout also has the best customer service I've ever experienced. So even if I'm unable to help, rest assured that your problem will be handled. You can try Buzzsprout free for 90 days to see what it's all about by using my affiliate link. Just go to thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout. That's thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout. If you use that link and choose to upgrade to a paid plan, 
Buzzsprout will even send you a $20 Amazon gift card after your second paid month. It's a win for everybody. Let me know if you have any questions, but head on over to thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout today, and I can't wait to see what you create.